Well, Happy New Year for Tech Law 10. This is Eric Sinrod. Got Dwayne Morris, always joined by my colleague and very good friend Jonathan Armstrong from Puerto Rico. Uh, we're ringing in the new year by um, coming up, each of us separately, with three topics where the law and information technology intersect, which we think will be important and of interest for this coming year. So having introduced this, I'll now turn it over to Jonathan. What is your first topic that you think will uh, be of note this year? Well, thanks very much, Eric, and a happy new year, one and all, and greetings from a, from a very cold New York where I just landed. Um, my suspicion is that not only are we going to talk about the overlap of tech and law, I think we're going to talk about the overlap of our predictions. So that's, that's not prediction number one, Eric. That's a bonus prediction. But I, I think we're going to agree on, on a lot of things this, uh, this time around. My first, I think, uh, would be, uh, I think it's going to be the year of GDPR. I don't think we'll see some huge settlements. Um, but I don't think it will just be about uh, security. I think we will see quite a lot of concentration on transparency. And I think it will be the year, uh, and we've talked about this before, where those three points of the triangle come together. Fairness, regulated by the FTC, obviously, in, in the U.S. and by, by consumer regulators in Europe. Uh, antitrust, uh, again, FTC in the U.S., but, but usually a separate regulator like the uh, German uh, Bundeskartel organization has, uh, has started to get in more into technology and, and privacy regulation. So I think it'll be the year where we see more tag teaming amongst those three regulators. And I see transparency being a key battleground there and also the need to respect subject access rights. And the, and the figures on complaints are pretty huge now under, under GDPR. I mean, I'd, I'd think north of 30,000 complaints easily that regulators are dealing with. I think we're going to see some of these complaints uh, translate into meaningful GDPR actions. Don't expect huge fines in many cases. But as we've said before, sometimes the non-fine solution, the sort of prohibiting somebody do something, can be just as consequential. And as just one example, uh, on Wednesday, as we record this, we had a criminal case in the UK arising from the whole Cambridge Analytica Facebook debacle. My prediction is we might talk about that again in a minute. But um, what happened here is a US uh, academic asked for details from Cambridge Analytica a UK entity and Cambridge Analytica's parent company, SCL, um, they didn't provide the information. They said uh, somebody in the US has the same right as somebody in, I think they said a cave uh, run by the Taliban, uh, has the same rights uh, under UK debt protection, or IE zero. When the information commissioner, the regulator, said, you've got to answer this, Professor, they said, uh, stop sending us these harassing letters. Not a great, not a great line to uh, to pass to a regulator. And as a result, the information commissioner made an, uh, issued an enforcement notice. 
they didn't obey the enforcement notice and they, the company pleaded guilty uh, to a criminal offence and the ICO has said that they've passed details to the insolvency service because the company had become insolvent in the meantime and it might well be that, that the directors of the corporation are going to be looked at, at as well. So <coughs> transparency is going to be key and observing those new GDPR rights. So folks, you never know that Jonathan just arrived after an international flight. So one of my predictions, which is not one of my official predictions, that Jonathan Armstrong is loaded for bear in 2019. Okay, um, turning to my uh, topic number one, um, the robots, are they taking over the world? Artificial intelligence is showing up in so many different places, and of course there are many implications. Um, when we're talking to Alexa, uh, sometimes you might feel like you're talking to a real person and what type of information is being gathered um, from you and about you and being tracked as you interact with robots like that. You know, we're having self-driving cars. Um, you know, how much are we going to be giving over in terms of our function of daily life to artificial intelligence? And on the one hand, there's tremendous convenience and ease but there can be some downsides, and that's being studied. And I'm just going to keep it real brief and say, um, and I believe a positive this came up on our list last year, and we've talked about it in various podcasts, and I'm going to make the bold prediction right now, Jonathan, that indeed in at least several of our podcasts coming up this year, we will be focusing on AI issues. And it's so um, uh, baked in now. Jonathan, are you talking to me? Or are you talking to the Eric robot? You don't even know, do you? That one, that, that one was on, on my list as well, and I think we're going to see all sorts of challenging yeah. issues as AI becomes prevalent. And I, and I suspect we're also going to see almost like a, uh, a wish to return to the past in some areas like oh, yeah. self-driving cars, for example. Um, well, not only yeah. that, we're going to see people losing jobs because functions they normally handle as human beings will be handled by technology. But why don't you proceed now to your number two so we stay on time? Yes, yeah, so my number two, I think we're going to see more drone regulation, mm. possibly not well thought through. We've had uh, issues both at Heathrow and Gatwick, the two main London airports, over the right. holiday season with people, possibly environmental protesters, flying drones near the airport. And I think it's got out of hand, to be honest. Um, we keep crying out for new regulation, forgetting the fact, of course, that in both cases, almost certainly an illegal act was committed and the police didn't catch the people involved. So I'm not awfully sure we need new law. I think we need to enforce the law we've got better. Mm -hmm. but, but I think what we're going to have is this rush to legislate whenever anything like this happens, and I uh, predict that chaos will ensue in the drone world. I hope not, but that was going to be on my list too, and we had that come up. I know I talked about that in our year prediction last year, and now for my number two, and this one always comes up, and I'm sure it always will. It's the big topic of data, uh, security, privacy, hacking, uh, the insecurity of information. We, you know, year in and year out, we find out about how sensitive information uh, is not protected as originally intended, 
and names and addresses and social security numbers and bank records and health information, you name it, uh, ends up in the hands of people where it shouldn't belong. So, we, you know, we're hearing about hacking and, you know, it's very difficult to keep up uh, if you're on one side of it, if you're on the lawful side of it, you come up with some solutions and some fixes and it seems like those seeking to pierce the veil and obtain information wrongfully find ways to do so. So I certainly, unfortunately, predict that's going to be with us indefinitely. Uh, it's a struggle that we're just going to keep on dealing with, and we'll see it in 2019. Don't you agree? I do agree. I, uh, uh, my bold prediction would be, it was on my list as well, it'll be the topic we talk about most this year, I think. I think we're going to see some huge data breaches, and um, and, uh, and I'm pessimistic for the future. Um, I guess my um, my final one is somewhat linked but somewhat different. Uh, I, my, my final prediction is that we are going to see the mass industrialization of, uh, of tech fraud this year. I am involved in a few cases at the moment, which I won't talk about, which suggests to me that... Um, that we've definitely got um, organized groups with some fairly sophisticated frauds who know their way around major corporations and how they work. They know how they use cloud technology. They know the vulnerabilities, and they're able to exploit them by being seen as a, as a friendly, cooperative partner, if you like, to uh, to those networks because we've dropped our guard when we shouldn't have. So I think we've definitely got a commoditization almost of internet fraud. And my big worry is that I think we're going to see more uh, former nation state hackers and activists come into the private sector as they realize that the training that their governments have given them over the last 10 or 15 years of how to get into networks and hide their tracks is uh, an asset that they can sell to some big criminal gangs. So I'm pessimistic for the future, and I think that corporations have dropped their guard in many cases, and... Uh, so the rise of internet crime, internet fraud, that's my last one. That is a little different from ones we've, I mean, it's a variation on some of our prior themes, but it, it comes in differently than uh, our precise prior predictions. So the yeah. last one of our hit list, this is my third, our, our sixth, if you will, is uh, election meddling. I mean, I think we're still living the reality of what happened, uh, at least here, um, in terms of our 2016 presidential election, we're still trying to figure it out. We still have investigations um, and efforts are being made to ensure that our elections are, are free and democratic and not interfered with. Um, social media companies are trying to clean things up so real information is um, out there uh, and available, but we still have you know, however, whatever side you're on, people are pointing to fake news that shows up, and it's hard to know what to rely upon. And but then there's also suggestions of true efforts to interfere with elections from other countries into uh, those 
being attacked, if you want to call it that. And so we're still living it. Um, it's, it's disruptive, of course, because hallmark of democracy is knowing that elections really matter and are fair. And when there's suspicions about that, uh, it makes things a lot more fragile uh, in terms of, you know, citizens believing in their own government and what it stands for. Uh, and we have other elections coming up, and we will continue to. So I think we're going to be hearing much more about that. Of course, we're going to be hearing about, I would assume, relatively soon in 2019, the fruits of the Mueller investigation still not shut down. So we'll find out. But I just want to close by saying that I know these six predictions in the main sound relatively pessimistic. You use the word pessimism. But nevertheless, I think we should just generally think about the fact that technology really is beneficial in so many ways. And, you know, most of the time things are not going wrong. I mean, every single one of us every day now, you know, on our phones, on our computers, in our cars, in so many aspects of life are relying upon technology, and it works, and it helps us. So even though we're coming up with these predictions, I think we can still be thankful for uh, the technology that does help us and, and benefits us in our lives. Do you have any closing comments, Jonathan? No, well said. And, of course, uh, the good use of technology is the answer to many of these problems as well. If we can mm. locate drones and jam them and, uh, and, and, and deploy that technology, then that's the answer. If we can get better at uh, heuristic predictions as to uh, how people are attacking us, then that's part of the answer as well. So you're right, it's the, uh, it's the salt and the pepper of, uh, <laughs> of <laughs> that we need to look at. I told you guys, Jonathan, Jonathan's ready for 2019. I'm going to have to struggle <laughs> to keep up. <laughs> I might have to become an AI robot to, to contend with Jonathan Armstrong. Anyway, all right, folks, listen, we're a little bit past our 10. So thank you for joining us 2019. Here we come. I'm Eric Sinrod uh, at Dwayne Morris. You can find me at my email address, ejsinrod at DwayneMorris.com. If I'm not there, my uh, robot will answer for me. Um, you can find us on the usual social media outlets. And Jonathan, why don't you have the last few words? Yeah, uh, Jonathan.Armstrong at CauldreyCompliance.com. If by chance you're listening to this at the New York State Bar Association meeting in New York, do come along to our panel and say hi there. Uh, and it'll be good to chat to you again in a week or so. Meantime, Happy New Year. Cheers.